What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is Friday, September 1st, 2017, and you guys are listening to episode 321. How the hell is everybody? Uh, I would say, hope I, I do hope everybody had a good uh, time and, and uh, has been great in between shows, but uh, that's only four days. So hopefully, you're past whatever it is. 90 hours have not been that bad. We put one out on uh, Monday because of the um, of vacation, but now I want to go right back to uh, regular. I was going to do it on Thursday, but I figured three days is too too quick. So get Friday, and then we'll be caught up, and we'll uh, we'll be back to uh, to normal. So, but the good thing is I got a lot of stuff to talk about. So even though it's a quick turnaround, there will not be many unacceptables because we went through uh, a bunch the uh, last couple of times, but. A uh, lot of stuff to talk about, something hilarious off the bat. Um, you know, so we got that to talk about, uh, which you guys are going to be like, okay, this guy's out of his mind. We got uh, some sports to talk about. Uh, took the kids and uh, the neighbor to the movies yesterday, so I'll talk, or two days ago, talk about a new movie that's out that I saw. Uh, I have a acceptable instead of an unacceptable. Of course, your guys unacceptables, and um, yeah, just some uh, just some stuff to uh, to talk about. I want to talk about the um, the uh, Harvey Relief uh, places where you guys could send stuff to, which I have information on that. So we're gonna Verzi Effect is gonna do its part. We're gonna try to help out those people as much as possible. Shout out to JJ Watt of the Houston Texans, who I believe raised ten million dollars on his own for relief efforts. Um, a ton of people, um, you know, donating a million dollars. People donating twenty five thousand dollars. People donating clothes. I'm gonna have a place for you guys to donate whatever you want, money, clothes, all that stuff. Um, so we'll talk about that. But first, of course, everybody, the Verzi Effect has to shout out its sponsors. Uh, chassis, everybody. That's right. Chassis for men. Premium. Premium. Uh, body powder for your downstairs, should I say? Uh, a men's powder. Uh, man care for down there. That's what they call it. And it is definitely caring. It is one of the, uh, best products. You guys know all about it. Uh, chassis, uh, premium, uh, powder is uh, a all-natural uh, powder that has uh, has no aluminum in it. It has uh, no talc, no parabens, no menthol. Uh, the powder is a fine, ultra-soft uh, powder. It goes a long way. One bottle, guys. One bottle, and I could attest to this, of chassis will last you three to four months even if you use it every day. Okay? It is... Um, it has a hydro shield technology, uh, which provides all day protection against sweat, uh, chafing and odor. It's an amazing, amazing product. And you can buy, uh, chassis at, uh, chassis that is C H A S S I S, uh, www.chassisformen.com or amazon.com. You can get the, uh, and they have the, um, the, the the primer, the shower primer. They have the, the lotion. It is just, it is just, um, you know, you guys know how much I like it. And I keep getting people telling me that they, they love it. And thank you. Like I said, the ball game is over. 
chassisformen.com. Get it on Amazon today and then thank me tomorrow. Also, guys, City Living Dog, Coach Mike, check out his live Facebook. Check out his, uh, or his Facebook Live, rather, um, his uh, YouTube clips of him training these dogs. Um, tell him the Verzi Effect sent you. Check him out, all of his social media, Coach Mike and City Living Dog. He's uh, great at what he does. Uh, also, All Things Comedy, guys. Go to All Things Comedy for your favorite uh, podcast, your favorite comedy podcast. Uh, Paul, when you say that, uh, what do you mean uh, as far as those podcasts go? What, what are you talking about? I will tell you what I'm talking about right now. I am talking about www, or you don't even have to do www anymore, I heard. All things comedy dot com. Yep, and here's what comes up. You have uh, Felipe Esparza's podcast, What's Up Fool. You have Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. You have the Comedy Store Podcast. You have Josh Wolf's Podcast. You have Paul Verzi's Podcast, The Verzi Effect. Um, you have Ben Kissel. You have uh, Jason Lawheads. You have Dean Del Rey's. I could keep going. The Burt Cast, Burt Kreischer, uh, Doug Stanhope's Podcast. Just, I mean, you name it, it's on there. Also, you could go to their records, the record label. Here's some of the records that they have on there. They have Giannis Pappas. They have Paul Verzi. They have Shang Wang. They have Court McCown. They have Gene Pompa. They have Al Madrigal, uh, Brian Scalero, uh, Nick Youssef, two Brian Scaleros, Sam Tripoli, Steve Simone, and Joe Bartnick. All right, so those are all the albums they have on there. And they're putting out content all the time. So check them out at allthingscomedy.com and uh, follow them on Twitter at allthingscomedy. Okay, guys. So here's what I'm going to do. I am going to do something probably stupid, but me and my wife decided to do it. Now, you guys know that we have had issues with um, Lloyd, our dog. That's right. Uh, Coach Mike has come to help. Uh, My buddy Justin Silver who had a sitcom uh, called City Dogs, you know, where he trains celebrities' dogs. He's amazing. Author, too. All these guys come up. Uh, Coach Mike helped him out. Justin helped him out. They're all great. Um, And then, you know, and then he reverts, but, you know, Mike's going to come back to the house and all that stuff. Um, But we decided when we looked like we were going to get rid of Lloyd, we're like, no, he's getting better. Let's tough this out. My wife hits me up today. And my wife says to me, am I crazy to want to rescue one of these Hurricane Harvey dogs? And I literally texted back, no, I was thinking the same thing, which I was. So here's the plan. It may backfire. It may not. I know they still need training. I know a bunch of you people, don't do it. That's what people think. And they think it's going to help and it makes it worse. I know the risks. I know. I know with the house. I know all those things. But we feel like with our yard, how big it is. If we get it all fenced in and they can like just run each other out all day, uh, come in, get trained, have a routine that we should be fine. And I think that that's what we're going to do. So, um, by the way, uh, Coach Mike's wife, Morgan, said one of the greatest things about Lloyd. She called him the Wolf of Westchester, which I love. I'm taking that. I'm taking that from you, Morgan. (laughs) I'm not taking it from you because I just told everybody it's yours, but I'm using that. 
Because I love that. The Wolf of Westchester is going to get a companion, I think. And uh, the companion's going to go, what the hell is this thing? Because this guy's not normal. But um, I'm hoping that he or she will calm the uh, Wolf of Westchester down. All right? Um, I swear to God, sometimes I, I, like, I don't want to hit my kids ever. But like the thought of screaming that it's like screaming at them or like threatening to physically hurt them when they really act bad. It's 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 terrible to do, but like I just don't understand what makes a kid be told something and then just they just don't obey it and then there's no consequences. That that's what you know what I mean? Like that's why people are like, oh man, if my dad did that to me, I would do it. It's like, yeah, of course, because your dad used to probably bend you over and pull his, you know, pull his belt off and beat the shit out of you till your ass was bleeding. Wow, the beginning of that sentence sounded weird. Yeah, because your dad probably bent you over and pulled out his... <laughs> That'd be, be weird. Um, no, they beat the shit out of their kids. They wrap them in the mouth or they, you know... I'm not saying I want to do that. I don't want to do that. But if you think about it, it works. If your kid knew that if they disobeyed one time, they were going to get an absolute, like you know, hard spanking, they wouldn't do it, but they know you're not going to do it. That's the, that's the thing. And I don't want to do it, but the thought of doing it sometimes makes me go, man, that would get results. Am I a bad father? Uh, so anyway, back to this Lloyd thing. I think, um, another dog to, to rescue another dog should be good. You know, I think that, uh, it was something that when I saw my dog around other dogs, especially dogs that kind of like whipped him into shape, like, listen, buddy, not on my time. You're not doing that. That's kind of what he needed. So I'm hoping that that can happen. Uh, you know, if Coach Mike is listening to this right now, he's either nodding his head yes or he's nodding his head no. Who, any dog person who's listening to me right now is like, oh, that could work or they're going to call me and be like, don't do it. But I don't know. You know, we just... Mike Vecchione said something about me, the hilarious Mike Vecchione, great comedian, great comic, great writer. He goes, he goes, Verzi, he goes, you just tackle responsibility. And I'm really not a responsible guy. You know, everybody says my wife has three kids, you know, but I, I, I'm good in the moment. I guess it's just a moment. I need to be, this, that's what it is. I need to be thrown into a moment and I'll do good in it. I'm the type of guy that would like not be able to deal with boot camp well. But I would deal, I would be good in a battle. I'm not even kidding. Like, I really think that. Like, I'm the type, like, I feel like I got, like, uh, like, I perform. When it's time to perform, I perform. I got that sea biscuit thing, I think. Love to sleep, but I'll show up, man. I'll show up, you know? <laughs> I would be, like, great in war. I'd be like, no, you guys go over there. We're going to go over here. I love how that's how I think war is. Just making plans of where guys go. But you know what I mean. But like the waking up early and the running, I don't know. The, the preparation I wouldn't be good with. Um, so I'm going to try to look up these Harvey dogs and see what comes up. Uh, is there a... Yeah, that's awful. The hotel apologizes for refusing to let Harvey victims' dogs stay. I mean, that's like... I don't know, I, I, but I definitely want to uh, rescue a dog. I'm trying to look online to see if they have, like, dogs that need it now. But I guess, I don't know, would they? I mean, I guess there's a rescue thing. 
But like, I, I know it's such a selfish thing to be like, yeah, of course I'll rescue a Harvey uh, Hurricane dog, you know. But but I I want to look at the breed. I want to see what I like. You know, like let that poodle go in the water. I'm saying, forget the poodle. You know, what I mean, I want that boxer. That'd be hilarious if somebody was just picky about like how beautiful the dog was, as opposed to the dog needs a family. But listen, I know the thing is like up to its ears in water, but I mean, I don't want a, I don't want a poodle, you know what I mean? So just, <laughs> somebody will take the poodle. There's a, there's a poodle lover, like as it's just going down a river, somebody's going to find it. But that mastiff, that's what I want at my house. I, I don't know. How do, how do you do it when, when it's like a rescue thing for dogs? Do you, do you, uh, have a say? I mean, I would imagine like dozens and dozens of dogs will be online for people to take. I'll take a dog. Oh my God, that would be such a funny sketch or something if you call up and, you, you know, they're like, Harvey Dog Rescue Shelter. And you're like, hey, listen, I'm in New York, man. I'm looking for a dog. Um, I want to rescue a dog from the hurricane. Oh my God, that is so sweet. You know, it's people like you. Well, here's what we have. We have Maggie. We have Susie. We have Baxter. All right, listen, are any of them German Shepherds? No, unfortunately, they're kind of all mixes, but they do need a home, and we really appreciate everything. No, 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 yeah, no, that's great, but, like, I'm looking for, like, a boxer shepherd. <laughs> I'm looking for a boxer, preferably with the chip in its neck. Do you have Do you have anything like that at all? <laughs> I'm looking for kind of athletic, likes to play Frisbee. Like, do you guys know that? No, we really don't know what their habits are because they were just floating in the water. We had to pull them out on a boat. Yeah, that's not going to work. I'm looking for, like, low energy at night, but, like, you know, runs like the devil during the day. You got anything like that that I could just leave outside? And then totally get, listen, sir, we're going to have to skip you <laughs> and just go with somebody with a kind heart. But there's a couple of cute dogs. Um, I want to I wanna definitely do that. I think, I think every animal lover should do that you know, uh, to try to get a dog from the hurricane, especially like if you like a dog, if you love dogs, I think it's a great thing to do. Now I have, um, I have a few kids here with me that, um, get very excited about this. And uh, I told my, my son and my daughter and our neighbor, Sean, who's here, I said, look, you know, we're going to maybe rescue a dog from Harvey and they got all excited. So I have them here. So you guys are going to listen to a few kids here, uh, be interviewed about this. Um, first I'm going to ask my daughter, Okay, so Sophia, um, we have Lloyd, and we had issues with Lloyd, okay, and now we decided to keep Lloyd, and now Mommy and me, can you stop touching the, Mommy and me want, so my daughter just keeps grabbing the wire, um, want to get another dog, do you want us to rescue a dog from the hurricane? Yes. What kind, what kind of dog? A small dog. Why does it have to be, why does it have to be a small dog? Uh, I don't want to be rough. Well, you said a big one would be what? Brutal. <laughs> a big one would be brutal. <laughs> Why? Because we already have Lloydie? Yeah. All right. So you want, a, you want a small dog. What kind? You don't care, just small? Yeah. All right. Lucas, come here. Lucas, come here. So we have Lloyd. And Lloyd has been an issue for us. But, you know, I think I think my, my suggestion is we have a big yard. We just get another one, and what whatever matters, you know, whatever whatever happens, it doesn't matter. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, what do you think about that? Do you want another dog? You think we should stay with Lloyd or get rid of all the dogs? I think we should get another dog. What kind of dog? Uh, whatever. I kind of just want to get a big dog. 
Me too. I like big dogs. Yeah. Because they're just like, if you're going to get a little dog, you might as well get a cat, right? Yeah. What kind of dog? You want a huge dog or a medium dog? Something around like uh, a little bigger than Lloyd. Not like two times the size of Lloyd. Now, but what happens if this dog is as wild as Lloyd? That won't be good because he's giant and he'll be jumping on people, knocking people down. Yeah, Lloyd's a little nuts, right? Yeah. All right, now. Now, I have my neighbor Sean here, uh, the kid. Uh, Sean, how old are you? I'm nine. All right, so Sean's nine years old, and Sean lives across the street, and Sean has been um, asking his mother. She's going to be very mad at me for doing this probably because I know she's, you know, she, uh, does your mother want a dog or no? She wants a dog, yeah. Oh, she does want a dog. Yeah, we both want one. Oh, okay. So, um, all right, so then I guess here's what I'll say. If, if there was ever a time to get a dog... Now with this hurricane, are you going to push your mom to get one with the hurricane or not? Totally. Yeah, all right. Um, but why didn't you, why, if you've wanted one this long and she's wanted one, why is there no dog across the street? Um, because we, we just like, um, gotta get used to it. we just got to get like used to it. We're doing a lot of stuff. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah your, mom, your mom throws great parties. You guys are, you guys are, you guys are uh, having a big party this Saturday. Your mom is hiring a bartender. Your mom is hiring uh, uh, a pizza truck, yes. and uh, which is at your house now. Yes. And there's she's hiring people. Yeah, your mom throw. Yes. Yeah. So Sean's mom, Susan, lives across the street. She's great. She's just she's one of my favorite neighbors, and uh, she has great parties. She loves. She knows how to party. And your mother brought me Johnny Blue, which was amazing. It was over the top. I know, how to party too. I know you do. I know you do. Hold on. It's 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 Sean's turn. Guys, it's Sean's turn. Um, now, how about you? Do you want a big dog or a little dog? I want a small dog. You want a small dog? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? Just because it's easier? It's just easier, and we don't have to be pulling around a big dog. Uh, so like that. You don't want a dog to pull you? Yeah. Like All right. So we'll tell you guys. I'm going to tell you listeners what happens if Sean gets a dog. We'll find out. Maybe Sean's dog and Lloyd and whoever the our other dog's going to be is. Um, we will let you know in the future. What if you don't get a dog? Will you be devastated? I will. <laughs> I wanted one for since I was in another house, um, which was I was around three when I wanted one. Okay. Wow, you wanted a dog since three. And you're how old now? Nine? I'm nine. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's time. All right. Well, good luck with that, Sean. Thank you guys for being here. You're you're good, you're leaving now. I'm leaving right now. All right. High five, buddy. Good luck to you. That was our neighbor Sean. Everybody. That was our neighbor Sean. Everybody. Uh, we'll talk about the Yankees during sports. Okay. So let me finish this. All right. All right, guys. So there you have it. Um, perspective from eight, nine, and five year olds. We'll see what happens. My neighbor's gonna be pissed at me. Saying that her son's upset, freaking out because because <laughs> my wife sent me a text. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm thinking, I'm hoping, I'm hoping because I gotta be honest. Lloyd, right when I thought Lloyd was good, he started like showing his teeth when you play aggressive with him. He's just a dick. My dog is just a dick. I love him. I love him, and I I wish he could always act how he acts when he's in the car. Because when he's in the car, it's like he's like the greatest dog ever. Sits there, looks at you, listens. His ears are down. He's very like submissive. He's like, you know, 
And then as soon as he gets comfortable and he gets in control, that's what it is. Like when he's not in control, he uh, he's cool. But when he's in control, that's when he's a you know that's when he's definitely a um, a jerk. Now I just picture my neighbor calling me up in two months, just devastated, crying. Imagine this dog bites us. He's just. <laughs> We took him to a dog psychiatrist and they said those hurricane dogs just are terrible. It's all because of your stupid fucking podcast. Um, who knows? Who knows? I know my wife is going to go. I thought about it. Maybe it's not a good idea. That's what my wife does. My wife will get me excited about something or get something going and go, ah, you know, maybe we shouldn't. Um, speaking of my wife, um, I was going to put this on the Patreon and then I realized I didn't mention it on the Patreon. So I'll mention it to you guys. I gave a lot of stuff on the Patreon that you guys don't get. By the way, thank you to all the Patreon subscribers. I'm going to be having uh, some special guests on there. You guys should sign up soon. Uh, for as little as $3 a month, you can get uh, extra content. But um, I was talking about some inside stuff, just about getting new material after your special's done, the editing of the, of the special and all kinds of stuff like that. And I was going to mention where I'm going to go on my honeymoon, but I'll, I'll mention it now. Uh, we are going to go to Hawaii. Yeah, I believe I always wanted to go to Hawaii. I wanted to go to Hawaii for my uh, honeymoon, and we didn't. We did a cruise uh, to the uh, Caribbean, you know, we went to all the islands, Barbados, St. Lucia, St. Thomas, St. Kitts. Like, we did all the, you know, it was great. It was amazing, actually. And um, I remember my wife brought to my attention. She goes, you remember what you said in the elevator when we were on that cruise? And I said, no, what? And she said, you were talking to somebody from Jersey about gold, uh, German shepherds, and then you said, uh, yeah, well, we wanted to go to Hawaii, but we're going to do that for a 10-year. And it looks like that's happening. So we're going to be going to, uh, flying to Honolulu and going to Waikiki for uh, the honeymoon, it looks like, in uh, a little over a month or so. So that'll be a nice way. That'll be a nice, uh, this is turning into just a crazy, crazy year. But uh, that's happening, which I'm excited about. And um, I wanted to, oh, speaking of the hurricane dogs before, I wanted to give out some information. Hold on, hold on. Um, my buddy Sammy James uh, from the, he was, I think he came in second or third on The Voice uh, a few seasons back. Great dude. We did this tour together that ended up being a nightmare. But uh, hold on. Sammy is from Worcester, Mass, and he had something. He's got something out there for people to send stuff. So if you're listening to this and you wanted to help in the um, in the relief uh, of the horrible, you know, I mean, just it's awful when you see these victims of this Hurricane Harvey. Um, you know, just old people sitting on a recliner with like the fun. And I'm not trying to make, I'm not trying to make light of this at all. But there's something about people taking pictures of themselves sitting. It's like it's almost like. If it's that, like, I know you want people to know, but, like, I don't, like, how many pictures of a grandmother, you know, sitting in a recliner with water up to her neck do you need to to, to keep seeing? I get it. It's really fucked up. It's awful. I, I'm, I totally, totally get that, you know, but... At the same time, it's like, I don't need to see. And then black dudes are hilarious because there's like a black dude jet skiing down his stairs. <laughs> like black people are so over the top fun with shit that they just like this one guy's like looking at the camera with a selfie. He's on like a Yamaha 
you know, jet ski just in his like basement, you know, and other guys like fishing and people are laughing. So at the same time, I'm like, all right, is this that bad? Or is this like, you know, I mean, I know it's bad. And my heart goes out to anybody that, you know, lost everything. And especially those who lost their lives. I'm not trying to make light of that. I'm just saying that some of the pictures are either over the top to be funny or just like ridiculous. And then I'm like, is that a photographer telling a grandmother? Like the grandmother was like in the middle of a highway, just like sitting in a recliner like she was watching the, the news. And I'm like, is that a setup? I, I, I don't, you know, the, the pictures just are, are crazy. And um, you just feel so awful. But nothing against younger people. But I always feel, you know, worse for the older people. Because I just feel like they could, you know, you're a little like helpless. But if you want to help, if you want to help, um, you can definitely do that. Uh, my buddy Sammy James, shout out to him. Um He's uh, an amazing singer. Like I said, he was on The Voice. Uh, I think he um, last season he sang the national anthem at the Patriots game. He's uh, he's a great dude. Check him out. Check out his music, Sammy James. And we were he put something up like, hey, if anybody has any clothes or anything, there's a church in Houston. And I said, absolutely. So here's where you guys could go. Um, this Saturday they're doing a drive at this cafe in Worcester. Um, but. Uh, if you cannot attend that, you could send your, um, items directly to Houston. So basically clothes, money cards, cash, gift cards, uh, they need all of it. Uh, so, you know, if you guys want to send anything, okay, most of the people have lost everything. So if you have Anything with clothes, money, cash, gift cards, you're not going to use any little bit will help. You could mail it to Heidi. Okay, mail it to Heidi. H-E-I-D-I at 12-12618 Muse Circle. Okay, that's 12618 M-E-W-S Circle Unit E, like Edward. Houston, Texas, 77082, okay, um, so that's where you could send it, this is, um, this is my buddy, this is a legit, this is coming from the Verzi effect, you guys don't have to worry about, oh, is this, you know, no, this is a buddy of mine, they're doing a drive tomorrow in a cafe in Worcester, Mass., which obviously you guys can't get to, but it's to benefit the victims in Houston. They're doing it tomorrow. If you could get there, and if you're in that area, it's 335 Chandler, uh, Chandler Street, Worcester, Mass., uh, 01602, okay? So it's at the N- uh, NU Cafe in Worcester, Mass., tomorrow, from 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. The address is 335 Chandler Street, Worcester, Mass., 01602. If you cannot attend that, send your clothes directly to Heidi, 12618 Muse Circle Unit E, Houston, Texas, 77082. I'll say it again just because I want everybody to be clear and to get all this stuff out there. Heidi, H E I D I, at 12618. Muse Circle, M-E-W-S Circle, Unit E, like Edward, Houston, Texas, 77082. Anything you got, clothes, money, shit, send them scratch-offs. Anything you got, gift cards, whatever, please send it over there. It will go to a, um, it'll go to obviously a great cause, the victims uh, in Houston. 
of Hurricane Harvey, people who've uh, literally lost everything. Um, so you can do that, and um, that would be amazing to do. We're going to be um, filling up some boxes this weekend of clothes here, and we're going to be doing a whole drive over at the Versey House for people uh, down there. And uh, you guys should do the same, and that's where you could send it to. So uh, thank you, uh, Sammy James, for giving us that uh, opportunity and to help all of those people is very nice of you. And um, so there you have it. It's uh, it's crazy, man, like seeing that. And like you never like, you know, you take for granted that like I guess they say if you're in the Northeast, you're like the safest from like national disasters other than like really bad winter storms. But those people that are near like the water like that, it's like you never know. You know, it happened with Katrina, you know, Jersey with Sandy and all this stuff, and you just, like, one day you're chilling, and, and you know, what's funny is I remember last year, a couple years ago, everyone's going, you could buy these mansions in, in Houston for no money, and you just realize that, like, when you're sitting next to water like that, you're just vulnerable, like, Miami, it just seems so vulnerable, it's just sitting right there, like, in the middle of everything, and you're like, it's crazy, you know, it's just, it's just nothing but water around you, and if, you know, the earth is made up of that much, it's just, it's crazy how, like, you know, when we went to Long Beach Island for vacation, I went into this deli and they had a line halfway up the door and it said that the water was up to that line during Hurricane Sandy and you just saw the devastation and I was literally like, it would basically be like if you were standing in a deli. Picture you're standing in your, your neighborhood deli getting a sandwich and water's up to your waist. Like that's where, like that's kind of what it was. Just It was just like a storm could get like that, like 70 something inches of water is crazy to me, um, you know, but, uh, yeah, I just, the dude, the black dudes were so funny, you know, one dude was on a big, like, did you see the guy, he was on a big, like, pool floaty, like a big Nemo, just rocking back and forth, like he was playing in a pool, another guy had a huge smile on his face, he was on a jet ski, and I guess, you know what, I guess you make the best of it. I guess you're just like, I guess if you know that everybody is safe and the water's kind of stopped and things are getting, like, I guess, I mean, I guess you just got to do something like that to keep from absolutely breaking down and crying. Um, all right, let me get to your guys' unacceptables. But um, my unacceptable, I mean, my acceptable is is the, the help, honestly. Like, I was thinking about, like, what's it, what, you know, I was like, there haven't really been an unacceptable this week. I did another, I did an unacceptable on my Patreon did an unacceptable last week, but I would say like the acceptable is the amount of people that are, especially JJ Watt, JJ Watt of the Houston Texans by himself, by himself donate. I mean, uh, got, was able to get uh, 10 million, you know, and I know what you guys are saying, Paul, he's a multi, multi-millionaire NFL player when well, he's got all this money and stuff like that. He got donations for $10 million to help this, and that's really amazing. You know, um, everybody, just all, all kinds of people, you know, really coming together. So, yeah, you could call it sappy and say, oh, come on, Verz, you want to hear a rant and a rave. You know what? When I see an old woman, you know, in floaties in her living room, I got to I gotta give it to the people that are trying to help, to help that out. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... That's what I'll say. Acceptable for the week is everybody helping out. Helping out if you can. Come together. And what I do like about it is um, there wasn't that much politics involved. You know, of course, there's always going to be. Of course, you know. 
of course, the left has to talk about uh, <laughs> the left has to talk about the president's wife's shoes. Of course, they do. They they can't now. Forget the fact that they're getting on a plane and they're going, and forget that fact, you know. And then, you know, and then the right's gonna say whatever they're gonna say. It's only been very little of that. And what I like about it is that this really just turned into like everybody helping out and everybody trying to do that. And um, the cool thing is the only cool thing about a disaster like this is that it does show how people come together regardless of where you are. You know, um, obviously 9-11 is a bigger scale and it's obviously the most horrific thing ever on our soil. You know, that and, and Pearl Harbor and all that. But like, I feel that when you see people just helping up, nobody's going, hey, what are you, are you Democrat? You're probably, everyone's just like, no, man, let's, help, let's get out of this shitty situation first and then we'll go back to arguing. And that's refreshing to somebody like me. So uh, that, was, that was one thing that I took from it. That's the only positive spin that I could get. Uh, here we go. Let's get your guys on acceptables. I only think there's a couple guys because I've because this is a really quick turnaround, but I wanted to put it out like I said I would. Um, let me see what we have here for you guys. Um, unacceptables for TVE. That's where you guys send them to. Unacceptables for TVE at gmail.com if you want to send them. Here we go. The first one is from. Who is this? We have a, let's see who we have. Oh, we only have a couple. We have one from Mark and we have one from Ryan. Where there's a lot of Ryans. There's like a Ryan Jordan. There's a Ryan Janeiro. There's a Ryan, there's a lot of, there's got a lot. I guess, yeah, Ryan was like, I feel like the name Ryan, like the, that would, the wheelhouse of that name was probably like, I feel like a lot of Ryans hit around like, like from like 1977 to like 19, like 94. I feel like the Ryans had a good run. There's still some, but now I don't think there's as many. You know, Ryan was like, Ryan was big, like early 80s, too, I remember. Like a lot of Ryans were coming out in the early 80s. Uh, here we go. Uh, I don't know where I got that. Just, just a lot of Ryans, you know? You notice that each, like, decade and generation has, a, you know, back in like the 30s, you know, Ethel was huge. You know, in the the forties, <laughs> oh my God, Edith. Um, all right, here we go. Ryan says, "Open mic." Oh, okay. Hey, Paul wrote on wrote to you on Facebook about two months ago, asking uh, you how to write jokes and doing an open mic. Well, I finally went on stage, and while I did forget my jokes, I made a walk of shame back up. And finished them. All in all, I'm so glad I listened to you and went up on stage. It was fun. So anyone out there thinking about it, just do it. Thanks, Ryan. That's right. Congratulations. That's a good job. That's a good job. I'm happy for you. And you know what? You feel fulfilled. You went up. You did an open mic. And whatever happens now, you could say, you know what? You had to do it. You felt like doing it. You just went up there and you did it. I got to tell you, what I'm doing right now with no jokes after my special, going up there... And knowing, like, I got nothing and just kind of going with ideas and premises that I wrote down. It feels like I'm kind of doing, not like, you know, I mean, I want to give the crowd something. But, like, it's almost like an open mic where you're like, all right, well, those things I jotted down, let's see. You know, let's see how it goes. But that's awesome. And I remember how I felt after my first one. I felt like I accomplished something. Okay, here we go. Goddamn animal at work from Mark. Mark says, hey, Paul, thank you for the podcast. Here's my unacceptable for the week. I walked into the bathroom at work and was followed by an older coworker. 
As I stood at the urinal, I heard him go into the stall. He then starts telling me from within the stall how badly he needs to shit. I awkwardly just reply with okay, and I notice that there is some other guy that I don't know in the other stall. Before I even get a chance to finish peeing, he just lets <laughs> lets fly, destroying the toilet as I try to finish up quickly and get the fuck out of there while I hear him grunting the whole time. I finish up, and as I quickly uh, as I'm quickly washing my hands and trying to get out, he continues to tell me still from within the stall how much better he feels now. I just reply with, "Fuck you, fuck you're a filthy animal," and it just you said that, and just uh, thinking to myself, "What the fuck was that?" For the rest of the day. He just walks back into the office casually a few minutes later and acts like he didn't just do that and gets back to work. I will never look at that guy the same, lock him in a cage, and make him talk to somebody while they shit right next to him. Cheers, Mark. Um... Yeah, that's funny. That's like a that's like a first time I ever heard of like a guy being personal while doing that. Like just having a conversation just... <laughs> Just, I think me and, uh, was it me and my son? We were in the bathroom together. We're at like, uh, he's at the kid urinal that's a little lower. And I'm at the regular one and we're standing next to each other. And we heard a guy in the bathroom just like doing something, like just exploding. And we were just like looking at each other. And like, I ended up turning like eight years old. Me and my son, like, you know, have our hands over our mouth, just like crying, laughing. Uh, it's, it's just so... There's just something so weird about hearing strangers just unleash gas and shit and then have people walk out casually. It's never it's never a a thing where you're just like, oh, hey, Barry, how you doing, man? And like you just heard Barry just totally, totally just, you know, shit his brains out like Harry and Dumb and Dumber and then just go, hey, man, so how's everything? Yeah, did you get those reports? <laughs> yeah, I don't, it could never be normal like that after, uh, after hearing that. Um... But, uh, so let me see, that was, yeah, that was it. Only a couple, okay? And, uh, I don't think that there's any on Twitter, everybody. Last night was so funny. Last night I did a show, uh, in New York, and there was this Indian couple there. And the Indian couple was, their names were Timothy, Tim and Ashley, it was like the whitest names and this like legit like Indian Indian couple and it was just so funny to me. Uh, I go, what's your name, dude? And I was like trying to tell him what to expect because like they were about to like, I said, she's going to ask you to move in. And I go, what's your name? And he goes, Tim. And then I said something and then I go, and what's your name? And she goes, Ashley. And it was like, oh my God. Just like, what are the, it, it, if you saw them, you would know, oh my God, Kyrie Irving's going to the Celtics. I'm watching this shit right now. Hold on. Let's listen to what he says. Real quick, what does he say? What's your relationship like with LeBron now, and have you spoken to him since this whole process began with asking for the trade? Um, no. I haven't uh, spoken to him. Oh, boy. So Kyrie Irvin is on the Celtics now with Gordon Hayward. It's, I mean, that's just devastating to Nick fans. I'm sorry. I know I got off topic there. I was talking about something that was funny in the show last night, but then I just see Kyrie Irving smiling in that green and white 
jersey, and I just don't know what's ever going to happen with the Knicks. Like, all I wanted was Kyrie Irving to be a Nick. That's all I wanted. He's from Jersey, or he grew up in Jersey. I just wanted him to be a Nick. That would have made me really happy. That would have made me happy. He was my favorite player in the league. You know, I obviously don't love the fact that he thinks the earth is flat, but he's my favorite player in the league, and I really wanted him to be a Nick, and he's not. He's on the Celtics now. It's sickening. And... um but good for him. You know, good for him. LeBron always wants this. LeBron always gets this. LeBron always needs help. LeBron, there's always something. And I think that, um, you know, it was time for Kyrie to go and be a leader of a team. And I think that, uh, I do think that the Celtics had the better of the, I think the Celtics had the better of the deal. I do. I, I think anybody who doesn't think so is out of their minds. Um... And the Knicks still suffer, everybody, because we have Carmelo still and Porzingis still and nobody else. We gave 70-something million dollars to Tim Hardaway Jr., who we already had before. I mean, I just don't get it. Oh, my. What? Like, when is it ever going to be better? When is it ever going to be better? You know, I'm sitting here doing this year after year, and I told you guys I'm, I'm tired of talking about it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm tired of it. But it's like, is there ever going to be a year? Am I ever going to be sitting here? Ever? Ever? Am I ever going to be sitting at my fucking desk and go, oh my God, the Knicks just got the next LeBron James. Finally, we're going to be going to the playoffs. We're going to be fun. Is it ever going to happen or no? And I know what you're saying. Oh, shut up. You're a Yankee fan. You win. You're a Giants fan. You win. I get it. But just once, I told you guys, I'll take the Yankees and Giants not winning for 10 years, 15 years, if the, if the Knicks could win one. And it's just great player after great player not wanting to come here. It's brutal. It's brutal. All right, thank you. I just had to get that out. Keep that one quick. I kept that one quick, you know. If I was like at a Knicks like AA meeting or just like a Knicks fans anonymous, that would have been a quicker one. That was a better one, you know. Just be like, hey, my name is Paul. It's been, you know, 12 days since my last Knicks breakdown. I melted down on my podcast once when Kyrie Irving went, but I kind of kept it to two minutes. So it's just it's just ridiculous. Speaking of sports, uh, my son and I are doing a father-son fantasy league. And um, yeah, there's like a bunch of dads and their kids, like 10 or like 12 teams. So there's 12 teams with like kids in my son's school and their dads. And we're obviously Team Verzi and we're you know, uh, doing a draft. Got Matt Ryan so far. Sucked. We got the running backs late, but I got Amari Cooper as a wide receiver. And we're trying to, uh, you know, I think we're going to try to get a good tight end next, but it's, it's fun. It's fun when you do it, but there's so many teams and we got the 11th pick. Uh, I don't know why. I think they just did it in the order you signed up, but, um, whatever it is, what it is. We'll have fun. Do that. Uh, do the fantasy thing with my son. That should be that should be pretty cool. Uh, Yankees and Red Sox play tonight, and um, I have money on it. Betting me and Bill Burr have a bet going on. We're doing fifty a game for every game they play in a year or whatever. So uh, the Yankees knocked it down a little bit last night. So we need a win tonight. Uh, we're also doing it with our agency. Our <laughs> we're uh, yeah we're. Me and another buddy and Bill are doing this bet. We got 50 and um, 50 a game. So CC Sabathia shut it down last night. I don't know what happened to Aaron Judge, man. I'm hoping he bounces back, but it's it's looking like 
I mean, listen, the guy's still batting 280. The guy still has 37 home runs. The guy still has, you know, a nice, you know, some a nice amount of RBIs. He could finish with 100 RBIs, I think, and maybe more. Uh, I think he could still finish with 45 or something home runs. The guy's just got to start hitting, though, man. Like, it's getting – I mean, he is walking a couple times a game, but, I mean – I think the guy went from batting like 360 to batting 179 since the All-Star break. It's it's rough. It's been rough. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens with that. And the New York football giants, everybody. How about them? Huh? How about the New York football giants defense? I know it's preseason, and I, you never could go by preseason. They beat the Jets. They were beating them up like 29-3, to and it ended up they only winning by one. I think they ended up beating the Patriots by two. And I know it doesn't matter. The starters aren't in the game and all that. I get it. But I, uh, I like our chances this year, like I told you. 11-12 wins. And I'm going to do the predictions each week and all that stuff. Or maybe I'll do that. I don't know if I want to bore you with that shit. You know, I'd maybe just rather talk about other stuff. I'm like, and this week, the Chiefs go into Jacksonville. I'll tell you what, after last week, I think it's... Do you guys really want to hear? You don't want to hear that bullshit. It's just so stupid when, like, a comedian... I have no knowledge of it. If I had knowledge of it, I'd be I'd be betting. I'd be in Vegas just betting every day. I have no knowledge of it. Here, I know I was only, you know... It's just so stupid. Guys that, like, think they know things, it's so dumb. The, you know, the McGregor fight, people are just like... I'll tell you what's going to happen. He's going to kick him in the shins and jump on his face. You know, and I thought, I thought stupid stuff like that. And sometimes you just got to back up and go, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't. I don't know what I'm talking about. When you know that you, you're not informed of things, when you know that you don't know what you're talking about, just why, why, why even... No, dude, Connor's going to come out there, right? And he's going to realize it's fixed. And then he's going to say to hell with the money. I'm Irish. He's going to knock his teeth in. He's going to throw off his gloves. All right, he's going to tell everybody to go fuck themselves. That's a, it's like, or they're going to be on an airplane together with champagne, laughing their way to the bank, talking about all the dopes that really took it seriously. I, I don't did I I don't know if I mentioned this on I think I might have I think I might have so I don't want to sound repetitive but I ran into somebody it was just like I I know Connor's gonna win I feel it people don't understand the man he is and it's like are you out of your I mean it's just has Hollywood done this you don't understand what kind of man he is what do you mean a man that's going against one of the greatest boxers to ever live that's that's what kind of man he is a man that realizes that $120 million he'll do anything for and to set him and his, his loved ones up for the rest of their lives many times over, that's what kind of man he is. He's a smart man. He's a businessman. What do you think? He's just all of a sudden going to go against a guy that he's never boxed before in his life and he's going to go against a guy who's going into his 50th professional fight, you know, none of which he's ever lost, and he's just going to win? I mean, think about, think about the odds. on It's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Um, but people like, uh, people like that. People like that. You can see, you can sell anything to anybody. I'll take it this far. I think race was, I think they wanted to play the race thing. Hey, listen, man, get a little edgy with the race thing. You know, say a couple things. I don't care what you call me. Just, you know, if you want to, yeah, man, we'll just, just, you know, let's sell it, man. We got a fight to sell this and that. They might've said, oh, I'm still going to kick your ass, but I, I don't think it was, uh, you know, hugging them afterwards and all that. You don't, you don't hug somebody you, you hate. You don't. 
if I hated a dude and we fought and like one of us won, I don't think I'm not going to go up and hug it. You know, I just, you know, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Speaking of that, I said something on Facebook. I don't know if you guys saw. I said something on Facebook, something along the lines of like, you know, seeing how dumb people are, you're all sheep. And and of course, I had to put the feelers out. People freaked out. Oh, I didn't know you were enlightened. Well, you're not funny anyway. Oh, so what should the rest of us do? Tell me what to do. And it's just like, just shut up. How about that? That's what I want everybody to do. That's what I want everybody to do. I want everybody to shut up. If you don't know anything about anything, just shut your mouth. Can, can you do that? That's what I want people to do. I'm not asking people to do. If you don't know about something, shut up. There's nothing funnier. There's nothing funnier than somebody that has no clue about government and politics just listening to everything that they see and read and talking about it. It's it's the most... And then you say something to them and you just can't... I don't know. I Oh my God, there's a part of me... I could never be a drunk or, or an alcoholic because if I was, I would get into... I would... People, I would just, I would pry into people. I would go into people so hard and just, you know, and I'm, I'm glad that I don't have that, but I would. Uh, you just can't do it. You can't do it. I've, I've never seen anything like it. Um, but let's not get negative. See, I could turn a corner right here, but I'm not going to turn a corner. Um, all right. What else do we have here? Uh, a movie, guys. I took my kids to a movie. We saw, uh, I took my, actually the my neighbor, Sean, who was here before, I took them yesterday to the movie Leap. It's about a orphan, uh, two orphan friends, Victor and, uh, what's the main girl's name? Jesus, I don't even know her name. Whatever, the, 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 the girl in it, who the ballerina chick, well, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> anyway, uh, how Italian was that? I don't know. The chick who just twirls. Whatever. You know, she was dressed in pink shit. She spun around on a roof. I don't know. Anyway, her and the kid escaped. No. So, <laughs> so her and her friend, you know, she dreams about being a dancer. And the friend, like, loves her. And the friend finds it, says that there's, like, a ballet in uh, France. And they, they escape. They get on a train. They go to France, obviously. Uh, as luck would have it, things worked out where she gets into the ballet and she gets into the class and all this stuff and he becomes an inventor and he wants to invent stuff and goes back and forth and there's, you know, but my son, daughter, neighbor and myself was into it. I thought it was good. I thought the animation was good. I thought the story was good. The coolest part was it takes place in France at the time they were building the Eiffel Tower. So the Eiffel Tower was only like 25% up or like 20% up and uh, it's during that time. And even in animation, you saw all these amazing buildings. You saw all this cool stuff. It was really great. So uh, I liked it. I'm not going to say like the greatest animated movie. Liked it very much. Great story. You guys will like it. I, it's one of those you could see in the theater or wait. Either way, you're not going to be disappointed if you go. By the way, it's amazing. It's amazing what, uh, what, movie, what movie theaters charge for a ticket and everything. And, like, I, I love it. Like, I love it. I'll never, like, that's the thing with me. Like, I'll never go to a place and not get the food, get the candy, get all that stuff. I'll never not do it. But when you just see what they're making, you're like, oh, my God. Like, all right, that's why games cost. Like, we went to a baseball game. It was like five, $600. Because, you know, you can't sit, I, you know. When you have a 70-inch, you're not sitting up top. If you're sitting up top with a 70-inch, it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Go, go, you know, 
Go get some snacks and put the air conditioner on. Sit in front of your 70-inch TV and watch the game in the best way you could possibly watch it if you're going to sit up in the upper deck for 65 Listen, if I'm going to pay 75 to 80 to sit in the upper deck, I might as well just spend 250 I might as well either stay home or then just spend a lot more money and, you know, treat this shit like a vacation. Going to Waikiki of vacations, everybody. Think about that, huh? I'm going to put a little lay on. Maybe get a little frisky, run around a hotel naked with a lay around my neck. Um, so I would see the movie. I know, guys, I'm in a goofy mood. It's a, it's a, goofy, it's a goofy one. What are you going to do? You know, I'm coming off a of vacation. I'm just getting back to work. I got editing to do. I got business things to do. I got podcasts to do. All right? I'm loopy. I'm getting hungry. It's dinner time. My wife is starting to... You know, my wife's going to start coming home and just be like, can you, what do you, what do you want to eat? Can we, that's the biggest fight we have. What do you want to eat? It's, isn't that amazing that couples must be married for 50 years and they're still like, "Han, what do you think we should eat? And it's like, I don't know. We haven't figured out a schedule in half a fucking century. That's the biggest fight we get into, me and my wife, is what we're going to eat. And the funniest thing about that, the most ironic thing about what you're going to eat is like, I mean... What are you going to just throw her for a loop one day and just be like, I don't know, let's go Ukrainian. You want to go Ukrainian? You want to go Ukrainian? But you asked. You asked because you know it's it's three things. Let's go Croatian. Any good Croatian dishes? Um, so leap, guys. Check it out. It's in theaters. I think it's going to be good. My little brother told me about a documentary that I have to watch on uh, Netflix, and it's about aliens, and I'm going to be watching that really soon, so I will review that and tell you guys about that. Um, I also will uh, let you guys know what's going on with the special. They're putting stuff together right now, uh, and as soon as I find all that stuff out with the special, you guys will find it out. Um, and for you people that are on Patreon, I told you we got some very special guests coming up. For you people that uh, did not subscribe yet for as little as $3 um, a month, you can uh, subscribe and get some, um, you know, you'll get some pictures, you'll get some videos, you'll get, um, but, you know, mainly you get just more content, more podcasts per week, you know, um, and uh, and some guests and all that stuff. But I got I think I'm going to be having Sal Vacano of Impractical Jokers on and I'm going to have a couple of other buddies, Dave Smith, I'm trying to get on the show. It's just all a matter of it with us. You know, we all are working comics. It's just about scheduling. So we're working to, on, on doing that. And uh, Giannis Pappas and all that stuff. So, uh, and hopefully Giannis will be having a, uh, well, you know what, I'll talk about that later. But uh, yeah, so you could subscribe to that. Thank you guys so much. And again, guys, seriously, Chassis for Men. Go to chassisformen.com, C-H-A-S-S-I-S, to make your balls as fresh and as dry and as, uh, you know, unshafing and odor-free as possible because this is the product for your balls. Um, go to Coach Mike, City Living Dog, citylivingdog.com. Just type in City Living Dog, Coach Mike. You'll love it. And All Things Comedy, guys, go to All Things Comedy for your uh, favorite podcasts. Uh, comedy records and all that stuff, uh, like I said before. Uh, again, please donate uh, to the relief for Hurricane Harvey with the information that I gave you guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, thank you for the Patreon. I have a Patreon out right now, which just came out now, guys, so if you didn't get it, it should definitely be in your feed. You'll have that. Um, the movie Leap, good. If you saw all the other ones, you saw all the other kids' movies, and you you don't know about that when you're on the fence, it was, it was good. You know, it's definitely... Has to do with, uh, you know, ballet a little bit, you know, but what are you going to do? It was fun. 
Um, and that's it. Go Yankees. And uh, there you have it. Until next Thursday, we're back on track, and we're going to have another uh, very special uh, Patreon. Uh, but uh, come on uh, and uh, check out Thursday, and you'll get another Verzi Effect. We are back on schedule. Thank you, guys. This has been TVE321, and uh, until next time, I will talk to you guys. Take care and uh, adopt a dog, maybe, or not. Either way, bye.